Washburn here. And that moment we've been waiting for has finally fucking arrived. Bossy Power Bottom Wear is now officially live on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com for purchase. Bossy Power Bottom Wear. The gay lifestyle and clothing line that unapologetically describes what it means to live your best gay life and show others through your clothing that you bottom like a boss. Want to know more? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now. That's R-A-O-N-I. Washburn.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom wear. The following is brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Oh, shit. The Met Gala. Okay, here we go. Let's go through all the looks. Oh, my God. I love the Met Gala. It's so exciting. Wait, who's that? Who's that? I don't know who that is either. Do you know who that is right there? That one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know me either. Who's that? Who's that? Yeah, who's that? Are these celebrities? What the fuck's going on here? Is this the actual Met Gala? I don't know who any of these fucking people are. One of the things that I love more than anything else in this world and look forward to each and every year is when the official photos are unleashed on the internet of none other. Then the Met Gala. You guys, I don't know about you, but I just sit back with my gay gasp each and every time I scroll through some of the bold, outlandish, and over-the-top looks that each and every one of those celebrities brings to that fucking Met Gala red carpet. And I just one day envision myself walking that red carpet myself. And by the way, I will one day be at that Met Gala. But here's the thing. When it comes to fashion and having an eye for fashion, even though I'm as gay as a prep pill prescription, I really don't have an eye for high fashion. And I really don't have the means to actually look at any one of these celebrities and evaluate it in regards to having an eye for what is exquisite and Versace and Gucci and Tom Ford and all of the things in between, I really just look at it and just evaluate what I feel is the most bold, dramatic, and just absolutely fucking over the top crazy. And you guys, we've had some really iconic shit from the past. I mean, who can argue with the iconic Rihanna ham and cheese omelet train dress that we remember from past years? The Lil Nas X overly gay sexualized armor look the Lady Gaga and her multi-outfit reveal, so to speak, that everybody still, even to this day, is talking about being one of the most amazing experiences from any Matt Gala ever. The Jenner sisters and their matching purple and orange feather boa looks. And who could ever possibly leave out the absolute pristine, iconic Kim Kardashian and her black look that covered her face entirely we have to give her kudos where kudos are due but you guys i have to say as i scrolled through and looked through each and every one of the looks this year 
I kind of was a little disappointed. And even though I am not that person who has that commentary eye for fashion, I'm going to tell you exactly what I fucking think about the, what I'd like to call, mediocre looks from this year. So sit back, relax, put on that condom, or pop your prep pill, and let's find out what I think about all of the looks at the Met Gala this year. You are now listening to My Gay Expose Podcast, a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ plus community activist, self-proclaimed, messy, loudmouthed, and somewhat semi-passable podcast host, popper sommelier, porn star, fluffer in training, and local San Francisco bossy power bottom that just so happens to be on the left of you on your grinder grid. And this is My Gay Expose Podcast. Washburn here, and welcome back to the most overly dramatic outfit that you could ever wear in the podcast world, My Gay Expose Podcast. And on this week's expose, we talk all things Met Gala, past, present, and today, or actually yesterday, as of this recording, the 2022 Met Gala dropped, and I just have to say it was just... Not what I expected from a fucking Met Gala. So we'll go into all the different things that I felt needed to be better or were really bad in general. Mediocre, good looks, bad looks. Who should have brought it and who just didn't give a flying fuck this year? And I actually reached out to a few of my friends this week as well as you, the listeners, and asked you what you thought of all the looks and the feel, and the vibe, and the moment from this year's Met Gala. And some of the answers this week are, well, you'll just have to wait and find out in just a few moments. But first, before we actually pick apart the red carpet looks of this amazing gay event, let's hop into this week's re-expose. Welcome to this week's re-expose, the segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over, or just re-say shit that I said in past episodes that either you didn't fully understand, I didn't fully understand, or once I re-listened through for an edit, I was like, oh my fucking god. What? What the fuck was I even trying to say? Oh, God. That made absolutely no fucking sense. That definitely merits a re-expose. And you guys, you know, I have to say, it was such a wild fucking ride. I was riding on the coattails of all of you showering me with all sorts of praise and adoration on the 100th 
episode as we celebrated that momentous achievement along with the season final of season two and segueing into the launch of the season premiere of season three of last week's episode of the show. And, you know, it's been great. You know, honestly, I sort of was like kind of metaphorically standing on that stage and just standing there while you cheered and clapped and threw all of the roses at me. And now <laughs> all of that comes crashing down like a shattered window with one Instagram DM from this individual who decided that he was going to tell me all the reasons why last week's episode, you call it intimidation, and I call it main character energy, was the exact same thing. In the episode, we actually compared, like, a guy actually telling me that I was intimidating, and I just assumed that it was just main character energy instead, or whatever, and he just couldn't take that. But this guy in this DM decided to school me on why those two concepts were the exact same thing by definition. And I'm like, oh my God, really? Like, I really need a fucking tutoring course on what intimate, intimate, <laughs> intimate. <laughs> Definitely don't need a tutoring course in that. That's for fucking sure. I need a tutoring course on intimidation versus main character energy. And so I decided to passive aggressively read out the definitions of each for you right now in this week's re-expose just to clarify for this hateful individual to let him know what the definitions of each actually are. <laughs> so on dictionary.com, they define intimidation as to frighten someone, especially in order to make them do what one wants. Here, I'll read it one more time. Intimidation is frightening someone, especially in order to make them do what one wants. Now, let's get the definition of main character energy. Main character energy, according to UrbanDictionary.com, is a person that unintentionally lives, breathes, and is like the protagonist in a story or series. One more time. Main character energy. A person that unintentionally lives and breathes and is like the protagonist in a story or series. So just to let you know, no, those two words or two phrases or whatever the fuck you want to call them are not the same definition. They do not coincide. They are not in sync and they do not mean the same thing. You know, I swear to God, like, listen, I'm going to tell you guys this. I, once again, I've been told so many times by people who are helping me through this entire My Gay Expose podcast journey that once all the haters start to come for you, I mean, that means you're doing something right. So I can just rest assured that I'm actually doing something right because I constantly am bombarded by all the hateful shit. But on the other token, if you are going to come for me hatefully, then you better get your fucking facts together. It's as simple as that. So if you don't have your fucking facts together, then don't come for me. <laughs> and speaking of not having your facts together, let's just hop into the rest of the <laughs> the unprepared episode that you're about to get right now. 
So stupid. So before we get my gay expose on this week's topic of conversation that just so happens to have an over-the-top dramatic theme, undertone, or maybe not. First, let's get your gay expose. And this week, the question was asked to a few of my friends as well as you, the listeners. What was your take and overall vibe and feel of the Met Gala looks on each of the celebrities this week overall and explain. So let's get all of those responses now. Michael says, I understand fully that each celebrity dresses themselves when they go to the Met Gala and that the Met Gala actually is unrelated to what each individual is showcasing. However, that being said, the vibe I got overall while I looked at each and every celebrity was low budget. Lori says, Blake Lively, amazing. Trashy Kardashians make me want to vomit. I can't stand even looking at them. Lizzo, queen Slay that shit. (laughs) Girl, you know that I fucking love the Kardashians. How dare you? Helen says, Pretty, but I'm too distracted by all of this Roe versus Wade shit. Ugh, yeah. Okay, so now I feel like an asshole because here I am talking about the goddamn Met Gala when we really are going through this bullshit with the Supreme Court and the Roe versus Wade and abortion and all of it. And, you know, I'm just not good at talking serious on this show. (laughs) Uh, Hopefully we get through that disaster. But, like, speaking of disaster, what did you think of the Met Gala? (laughs) Peter said, I wasn't really feeling any of it this year. It felt a little bland. That's actually a really good description. Pretty fucking accurate. Abraham said, I liked Kim's look. Kevin said, if Beyonce and J-Lo don't bother to go, then I'm not interested. (laughs) Once again, Kevin does not disappoint with this week's most annoying answer ever. I can't with this fucking bitch. (laughs) Mark says, I'm ready for all of it to be off my Instagram feed. (laughs) Robert says, what's that? (laughs) This motherfucker actually works in the fashion world. I I just, I'm, I'm done with him. <laughs> this is his second consecutive, like, oblivious answer to questions that I've asked for this show specifically. I can, Do you see what I'm working with here, folks? Uh. <laughs> David said, K 
Kim Kardashian doesn't disappoint once again by pulling off the Marilyn Monroe look. It was absolute genius. Uh, I mean, was it though? I don't really feel it was genius. Do you guys think it was genius? I mean, it lo- lo- keep it real. I liked the look. It looked good. But genius? I don't think I'd go that far. Mario said, this year was kind of boring. Kyle said, Kim Kardashian, of course, was the best look. <laughs> oh, God. I Okay. Jason says, Kylie Jenner's look could only be described as an epic fail. Agreed. <laughs> Kelsey said, my favorites were Sean Mendez and Blake Lively. <laughs> oh, Kelsey, I'm so glad that I actually don't personally know you because if I did, I would try very hard to unknow you based on that answer. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just <laughs> maybe I'm not. <laughs> Walter says, "Oh my God." Kim K in Marilyn Monroe, she is queen. Billie Eilish was the only one that understood the theme, like old Victorian American fashion. Kim at least wore an iconic American fashion history dress. The theme literally was American history fashion. <laughs> okay, well, Walter, I hate to break it to you, but it's actually Gilead age. And we'll go over that more in this week's expose. Sergio said I haven't looked yet Lisa said What did Rihanna wear? (laughs) Well, Lisa, I hate to break it to you But Rihanna did not attend this year And honestly, I was looking forward to seeing What she was going to bring to the table Because she has come up with some of the most amazing Pregnancy looks that I think I've ever fucking seen out of any celebrity. So that would have been actually pretty fucking epic. Too bad. Daniel says, Blake Lively killed it once again. The hype over Kim K's Marilyn dress was stupid. She could never come close to being Marilyn. It only looked okay on her. Didn't like Billy's look at all. Keshev says, I haven't had a chance to look yet. I've seen a couple of fits on IG, but nothing in depth. Lacey said, as usual, Kim Kardashian looked absolutely stunning. Macy said, I love that the Kardashian sisters were all coupled up and Nicki Minaj was there by herself. I will give my full-on opinion about what I think about Nicki Minaj being at the fucking Met Gala this year after all the filth and fuckery that she spewed out on Twitter about the Met Gala last year with this stupid bitch and all of her anti-vaccine bullshit. It's coming soon. Stay tuned. Anthony said... Let me hand over my gay card because, as much as I don't want to admit it, I didn't even know it happened. Matthew says, I didn't even know it was happening. (laughs) 
Oh, God. Michael number two says, Kylie Jenner's outfit was the absolute worst thing I have ever seen on that red carpet. Horrendous. Ryan says, it's the first time that Pete Davidson looked like a human being to me. And Lenny Kravitz looked like a create, a character in a video game. Plus, I'm still trying to figure out if Billie Eilish is hot or not. She's has like a weird hotness look to her. LOL. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen, once again, if you just so happen to miss last week's episode, my straight brother Ryan is now chiming in on the show. And I just have a lot going on with this message that I need to address. So basically, the idea that Lenny Kravitz looked so fucking hot and sexy to me at the Met Gala and very fuckable. And the fact that my brother actually says that he looks like a creative character on a video game is the definition and or the entire dynamic of our relationship. <laughs> also, Billie Eilish, really? She looks like a fucking Muppet. <laughs> And as usual, all of these answers are just one big, giant clusterfuck of really just all over the place. And even though the gays do open-armed love the Met Gala and wait for it each and every year just as much as I do, I do really sort of feel that the reception of this year for the gays wasn't as open-armed as it normally is. It's a little more on the hot and cold and a little unsure side of things just as much as my mindset is in regards to this year. And, well, maybe the theme was a dud. What do you guys think? What do you think made this year seem like it was just really kind of just underwater? Or as one person described it, bland. <laughs> and don't worry, if you didn't get your answer read this week, just continue to follow on Instagram at exposing my. Gay, and look out for the weekly question each and every week. And remember, the funnier the answer, the more likely you'll be read live on the show. And now, let's get my gay expose, and we'll actually find out what I really felt, truthfully, about all the looks in this year's Met Gala. You guys, listen, I wanted to take this quick time out to ask you for a huge favor. I need all of you right now in this moment to go over to Apple Podcasts and click five stars. This helps us in the podcast world out so much more than you will ever know. It actually gets us to that trajectory that we're actually already on our way to just a little bit faster. And it makes things start happening. I really just need your help. Please, if you wouldn't mind, just go to Apple Podcasts, click five stars. And if you don't want to click five stars, just, well, keep that click to yourself. <laughs> but you can also rate five stars on Spotify too. So wherever you listen to your podcasts, please, I need your help. Click five stars and allow my gay expose podcast to get to that next best thing.
expressed on this week's expose of my gay expose podcast are not necessarily those opinions or views of the gay community as a whole, especially the gays who pride themselves on being fashion experts. Because as I've stated so many times on this show, I am the most casual-minded straight individual in regards to like high-end fashion. And I have the exact opposite of credentials for being that person who should like tell anyone, including an audience who listens to this show, what I think about each and every one of these celebrity looks for this 2022 Met Gala this year. (laughs) So this is probably one of the stupidest things that I've ever fucking done on this show, but what the fuck, who fucking cares? This shit's so stupid. Anyway, so let's just hop on in. So, so really what I mean by that is like, don't come for me, all of you fashion gays out there, because I am not qualified to make any of the judgments that I'm about to make now. So whatever, let's just do it. <laughs> this is so, so fucking stupid. First and foremost, there's so many things about this fucking Met Gala that I just didn't understand this year. First and foremost was the theme. So apparently the theme this year was Gilead Age, which I actually had to look up. (laughs) I had to Google Gilead Age because I had no fucking clue what that means. Um, But apparently it's a time frame that like lies within the 1800s through the 1870s. So uh, that time era, I, I mean... Okay, I still am just as confused about what that theme is after I looked it up than before, but what the fuck? (laughs) But you guys, I have to say, one of the things that I appreciate the most about the fucking Met Gala is all of the -the over-the-top costumey, like, outfits that each and every one of the celebrity wears. And I do remember in past years going through and just clutching my fucking gay pearls and gasping at some of the most iconic things that I have ever seen any of these celebrities do. And truthfully, some of these celebrities such as Beyonce, J-Lo, all of the Kardashians, and really like Rihanna, have just paved the way for just keeping us guessing and just wanting more and just chomping at the bit to see what they're going to bring to the table like each and every year. And I don't really know if it has anything to do with the fact that it was like a Gilead age theme or not. And maybe that's why all of the celebrities dressed the way that they did. But I just, I felt so fucking underwhelmed this year. It was just really, I just kept scrolling through each and every one of the celebrity looks, hoping to find that one that would just pop out and just make me once again like past years, gay gasp and clutch my pearls. But it really just didn't even fucking happen this year. And I will say this, there was a lot more. And I feel like this is something that is actually kind of starting to segue into years. And I feel like maybe it was started by Billy Porter, just full on actually wearing like drag-esque costumey type scenarios in his past on this specific Met Gala red carpet. And, you know, Troy Sivan doing the whole gown thing last year. I am really loving that even these straight male actors 
celebrities, etc., are all starting to embrace their femininity in each and every one of their costumes because they realize that they can't just show up on this red carpet in just a boring tux as much as they want to, I'm sure. They have to bring it to that next level. But even though they still are kind of bringing it to that next level, I'm still waiting for what was supposed to be that next level because it really just, it really just wasn't there. It really just wasn't there. And speaking of those feminine attributes that are displayed in some of those male looks and crossing into those semi-feminine waters and now we're just getting the whole shebang like we've got one of the straightest individuals that you could ever know travis barker wearing a kilt we've got sean mendez who is questionably gay but <laughs> that's a whole nother expose in itself wearing femininity in his outfits. We literally have Troy Sivan actually rocking an actual dress last year. There's just so much about that that I appreciate moving forward. But we did have a lot of couples on the red carpet this year, which I think was kind of great. And I think they're all purposefully kind of trying to throw it in my face because I am officially single. And so let's just do the whole couple thing to like, make me feel like I'm supposed to have some sort of a significant other type situation. But, and I, and I know that's exactly what they were all doing, but we had Courtney and Travis Kardashian. <laughs> okay, sorry. Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker, who honestly, they fucking rocked their look. I don't really know what was going on with Courtney's dress, to be honest. I had to look at it a few times and. It was like a black and a white thing and a like a midriff. And I it just it really, I kind of felt like maybe I was drunk when I was looking at it. And maybe she was drunk when she got the design and picked it out and put it on. I don't know. But I mean, I'm still giving it a two thumbs up for the look. And Travis with his little kilt, it was pretty cute. We had Pete and Kim, which honestly, Kim looks fucking skinny as shit. And she had that whole Marilyn Monroe thing going on. And it honestly... I just have to say, Kim Kardashian will never disappoint on any Met Gala red carpet ever. And I have to honestly admit, her and Pete Davidson together at an event, it was kind of fucking cute. You can't help but look at them and kind of like it. Am I wrong? <laughs> I actually really like them as a couple. And Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union, you guys, their outfit together, they rocked that shit. I do think they were the best dressed couple of the night. But the couple I had totally feel was the best couple of the evening was none other than Lizzo and her flute. <laughs> oh my god, you guys, I fucking love Lizzo so much. And what the fuck was she out there with the fucking flute? I just I can't. I love her. Gigi Hadid, to me, had one of the best fucking looks of the night. Like, that red... Uh, again, see, this is the, like, non-gay coming out in me. I don't even know how to describe that shit. It was, like, ruffly uh, something. <laughs> it was probably one of the most costumey looks of the night. And I actually really appreciated that because, again, as I've stated so many times in this week's expose, I don't feel like anyone really brought it this year. Like, it was just meh to me. And 
it's just kind of disappointing. I just, I, I miss the drama this year. I really do miss the drama. But speaking of drama, two of the Jenner sisters attended this year. And actually, well, I guess there's only two Jenner sisters. But one was really fucking good to me. And one was really fucking bad. And the one that you actually think should have been the good one was actually the bad one this year. And that's right, folks. I absolutely fucking hated Kylie Jenner's look this year. Like, what the fuck was that actually supposed to be? Like, a hat backwards with a veil and a wedding dress. And I just, it it was very, it was very like baggy pants, Gen Z, get the fuck out of here. Bullshit. It wasn't screaming high fashion. I just, I, I don't know, maybe I'm just getting too old for this shit, but that was just like a weird, bizarre look to me that just didn't really fucking fit. I actually looked at it so many times and just could not get into it. But on the other hand, the other Jenner sister that usually brings a very mediocre at best look to each and every one of the Met Galas, Kendall Jenner, actually fucking brought that shit this year. I mean, and even though I don't feel it is as over the top and dramatic as it should have been, that fucking dress was beyond breathtaking. It was gorgeous. It was beautiful. It was huge. It looked heavy. And I, yeah, I'm flip-flopping on the Jenner looks this year. Like, Kylie always never disappoints, but I was really fucking disappointed in her shit this year. And Alessandro Michelle and Jared Leto actually... I love okay, so here's the thing, you guys. Jared Leto never disappoints at one of these events. He always does something outside of the box that no other male celebrity does. And this year, he and Alessandro showed up as twins. They were fucking twins. And I'm here to tell you that is a threesome that I would not mind being a part of. <laughs> oh God. And you know, even Jacob. Lordy is as much as I'm not the biggest fan because everybody just like drools over him because he is that stereotypical jock white boy actor that all the gays love. He actually had a pretty cute outfit. It had like it was a little like suit had a little bit of bling on it. It looked pretty good. Lenny Kravitz as usual looked super fuckable because he always wears that shit that shows off his hot body and I can't get enough. And There were a few people that were brought to my attention. Once again, this was like one of those years where I sort of felt like as I scrolled through each and every one of the looks, I was like, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Like, who are these people? I don't even know who these people are. But two of the best looks of the night, I have to say, and again, I don't have any fucking clue who these people are. And if I was like a somewhat respectable podcast host instead of a semi-passable podcast host, perhaps I would research who these people were, but I really just don't give a shit, so I'm just going to say it. But Reggie Jean Page, I don't know who he is, but that was a fucking fierce-ass look. Probably actually one of my top favorite looks of the night. And I just, if you don't know who he is, which I don't either, look up his look. It was amazing. And Cara... D-E-L-E-V-I-N-G-N-E. I don't know how to say that. Devlange. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck she is either, but her look was really fucking put together really well. 
All the memes, of course, are focusing on Elon Musk looking like a fucking idiot. And I don't know what the fuck he was doing. Like, being all weird and ooing and aahing. And I really don't know a whole hell of a lot about Elon Musk other than the fact that he owns Tesla and that he's about to buy Twitter or some shit like that. But, like, I'm over it. Like, there's always one person who always gets all the memes and apparently it's him acting a fool on the red carpet And we get it, Elon, you're buying Twitter, and we're probably going to be seeing a whole hell of a lot of more of you moving forward. And perhaps this was just a little too overly saturated, in my opinion. But again, a bland, mediocre look at best. And honestly, you guys, as much as I fucking hate to say this, my favorite looks of the fucking night. Okay, Kim brought it. I will say that. It wasn't what I expected from Kim Kardashian, though. That's the thing. See, the Kardashians always shoot themselves in the foot because they just bring that shit to the table so amazingly that we all expect that bar to be above and beyond that much more each and every year. But then, I mean, they show up in like amazing outfits and then we're just a little like, "Mm, okay, I guess that's cool. But like, we want more. (laughs) Come on, Kim, we want more. But she did look really good and honestly, probably one of my favorite looks of the night. But Sarah Jessica Parker is the one everyone is saying that is actually getting the most praise this year for her look. And while it was the most, I want to say like Alice in Wonderland-y extravagant look or eccentric look of the night, it definitely wasn't as over the top as we all expect from a Met Gala. And am I actually going to say that Jessica, Sarah Jessica Parker was the best look of the night? No, I'm not. Believe it or not, you guys, my favorite look of the night was Alicia fucking Keys. (laughs) Which, by the way, where the hell has she been? But she did. She had a really fucking great look. So look up Alicia Keys. Check out her look. It was really, really flawlessly executed. But again, not as over the top as this shit is supposed to fucking be. And Evan Mock, which I don't even know who he is either. He's, I think he's an actor. I don't know if he's an actor. Don't quote me on that shit. Again, this is why I threw the fucking disclaimer at the beginning of this episode because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But Evan Mock actually had a look that I probably would see myself doing with the little corsety look thing in the shirt and kind of trying to show off his navel. It it was really well put together. But you guys, once again, I'm going to say it one more time. I was very highly disappointed in this Gilead age theme or just the looks, or I don't know if people are trying to like calm down on the Met Gala. I I really don't know what the fuck's going on here, but the biggest thing I think that I had to laugh a little bit and roll my eyes through was the fact that actually, believe it or not, folks, yes, Nicki Minaj showed up for the Met Gala this year because they didn't require a vaccine clearly. And after all the fucking bullshit and the tipper tantrum she threw last year about the vaccines and all the big balls in Rwanda or wherever the fuck she said, (laughs) all that shit. She was there and the look, yeah, she probably should have actually stayed home if you want my straightforward expose. But honestly, where was Rihanna? Like, she's been doing so many amazing photo shoots with that big baby bump. We expected Rihanna, and she just didn't go this year. That's kind of disappointing. But at any rate, 
Once again, I will say out loud and proud to the entire My Gay Expose podcast world, don't take my advice on any of these looks. Look through all the different looks on all the different celebrities for yourself and tell me what you think. And let's just see if any of our opinions match. Were you just as disappointed as I was? I have to know. learn today, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, gays and straights, tops or bottoms, gender fluid and non-binary, transgender and questioning? Well, I'd like to think we learned a whole hell of a lot. Actually, we didn't really learn anything. It sort of really just feels that this year's Met Gala was just a little, once again, mediocre at best. And that's just too bad because that is one of the most amazing gay events that I look forward to each and every fucking year. And it's so disappointing to just see the mediocrity throughout each and every celebrity. And let's just hope that the theme and maybe even the attempt to bring the looks next year is just a little bit better. I mean, come on, you guys, we need all of that iconic bullshit that we've got from past years. Where was the Gaga strip tease? Where was the over-sexualized Lil Nas X? Where was the enormous long-ass train that actually looked good this time from Rihanna? Where are the epic Kardashian looks that no one else ever even thinks of? Where was this shit? Well, let's just hope we get it next year. But at any rate, tell me what you think about the Met Gala this year by calling the official My Gay Expose podcast hotline at 415-501-0401. That's 415-501-0401. Call in, leave a message, and tell me your thoughts on the Met Gala this year. And if you'd rather use your fingers and write an email, mygayexpose.com at gmail.com. That's my gay expose at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow on Apple Podcasts. Click five stars, follow on Spotify, and don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can catch wind of each and every episode of my gay expose podcast right when it drops. Follow on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Exposing My Gay. And don't forget to check out the latest piece to the My Gay Expose podcast puzzle. The official My Gay Expose podcast website at mygayexposepodcast.com. That's mygayexposepodcast.com. And get anything that you need to know about this show that you don't already get from this actual show. And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me exposing my gay. I'm Ronnie Washburn, and I will wear my most dramatic outfit of all time on that red carpet with you next time.
Expose has been brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Want to know more? Go to bossypowerbottom.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with Bossy Power Bottom Productions.